to bet it all. This is Bet MGM Tonight, live from BetQL. And live coast to coast with Trist out in Portland still. And Ryan and I are here. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on the Odyssey app. Socks up one nothing on the Cubs. We don't like that. We Luckily, like we didn't bet all. it. Uh, I need one more run from the Reds or the Guardians. Either's fine. It's 7-2, but I'm feeling pretty good. We're in the bottom of the seventh. And then my under right down the street is looking good. The only pro- Actually, everything's looking good. 2 nothing. Washington, bottom of the seventh. Uh, we got the under in that game, 9. And also, if it wraps up here in the next ah, 20, 30 minutes, we don't hit traffic. Downfall to that is I don't get out of the parking garage and I sleep in Washington, D.C. tonight. So what I'm going to tell you to do now is I think Trista will back me up on this drive through the gate. Just drive through the gate. I already said I will do that. Or lift it up. You can lift those things up. Well, I'm not going to admit to doing that because then somebody will do that tonight and they'll be like, oh, Horvat did it. He said (laughs) it. We have it on we have it on on clip, you know. Also, can you guys ring a bell for me? Uh, First five. Braves run line. They are up two to zero on the Yankees, of course, top of the seventh. There Looks like the full game probably yeah. will cash too. I was looking at the Braves statistically, and it looks like they might be the best one of the best offenses ever. Yeah. Like they're they might break the home run record this year. Uh I think they're fourth in strikeout rate. I mean, it is just ridiculous. They're just ridiculous. No, they are they're the real deal. I still like I feel they don't win the World Series though. But when it comes to the Yankees this year, Trista. There you go. Here's my thoughts on yes. that. Yes. Poop. <laughs> my kid would Poop like emoji. this. What do you mean your kid? I think I'm an adult and I think it's funny. Like I yes. hope to one day care about anything the way that my kid cares about poop jokes. Your kid and I would get along great cuz I've learned with kids, you start making potty humor, poop joke type deals that yeah. you win every time. Nathan, every what'd you time. learn today at school? Poop. Nathan, who wins tonight? The Cubs or the Sox? Poop. What do you want for dinner? Poop. What I'm going to start doing is actually serving poop for dinner until he learns his lesson, you know? You should. If I did that to my mother, she would make me eat soap. Yeah. Yeah, mine probably, too. She'd probably pinch me really hard. Oh, the pinch? Oh, my mom pinches, like, still. (laughs) The pinch? Oh, I would be like, you crazy lunatic, I'm bleeding. And she'd be like, good. And I'd be like, I'm going to call the police. And she'd be like, good. You said poop. Yeah, not no. I said things a lot worse than poop. I, I can imagine you probably did. I came home with the original. The pinch was uh, always the move. <laughs> the, the pinch, pinch was oh, always yeah. the move in public. Was always oh, yeah. the move in yeah. public. You did something really bad. They grit their teeth at you and be like, "Just wait until we're going home." You're like, "Ah, ah!" And they're like, "Say anything more? Say something else? Just wait." You're like, "Ah!" The first time I got in really big trouble. I bought the, uh, so actually I didn't, what happened was my mom, she, she still, well, she was, she teaches at a, uh, she was a teacher at um, a detention center. I'm trying to think of like what, juvenile detention center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so she teaches juvenile delinquents English. Um, and so what would happen was, before that, like, it was it was a little bit different where people, like family members and friends, when they would go to visit, they would try to like sneak them in uh, cassette tapes. And so somebody cassette tapes. Yeah, huh? tried to get the original Chronic, uh, you know, the Dr. Yeah, Dre's yeah. Snoop Dogg, of course, right? And so my mom would keep these things. She would confiscate them and then bring them home, and I would find them, and I would listen to them, and I was obsessed, obviously, with, you know, nothing but a G thing, and I love Snoop Dogg. Love that music video. They had to blur out the Chronic leaf on his hat. But anyway, <laughs> Times so have changed. <laughs> I found this cassette the first time. It, I didn't get in big trouble for, like, uh, stealing the cassette or listening to the music, but I hit my mom with the joke, the Hey, Mom, did what's-his-name get at you earlier today? And she was like, who? 
D's. You know the rest. Mm-hmm. I think I can yeah. say nuts. You know, you can. Yeah, you D's nuts. Can. I hit her. I hit her with the D's nuts joke, and she laughed. But then she got mad at me, and she actually put soap in my mouth. And I remember thinking. Like, am I going to die? And Google wasn't around. I was like, I think I drank some of this. Twist. And on the back, it says, like, you know, don't drink soap. Soap poisoning. But a D's nuts joke is what, what got me in trouble for the first time. Mm. It was worth it, in my opinion. I and still, a great album. I still listen to it daily. I still think going back Same. to uh, serving your son poop is a good idea. I think that's a good strategy. Yeah. Hey, Nate. Like who's this. one in the I Astros game? got some extra game? from Emma. Some poop? Yeah. Got some extra from Emma. Sit. Just send it in the mail, Trista. I'm sure you can get away with that. Is there anything live in here? Nope, all dead. Just, uh, just, just that. Yeah. You give him the, the Ron Burgundy scene where he feeds him cat poop, right? You will eat cat poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will not eat cat poop. You will eat cat poop. Okay, just one bite. Is that the second one? Is that the That's sequel? That's the first one. The second one's one of the worst sequels of all time. One of the worst movies of all time. I agree. And the first one was so good. And I was so that that might have been one of the most disappointing movies of all time. Anchorman two. That in old school, I saw in the theater like a combined fifty five times. Old school, seriously, is still one of the greatest. Like, high school, college, we would just go on, like, a random Wednesday. It'd be, like, $3 movie night, sneak in a bottle of Admiral Nelson, get a little wild at the movie theater. You know how it goes, T. Maybe have a couple Marble Reds after the movie. <laughs> Throw on the leather jacket. Jerk. Throw Bring on in the... the E&J with you in the <laughs> yeah. backpack. Yeah, exactly. I the, the, watched... be- the beeper would go off during the movie. You'd be Ooh. like, oh, no, Shelly's. Yeah, you, you got a beep from guy? Kim. You yes. know what she could do all night. Yeah. I watched. Uh... I remember I went to this uh, this. This musical that I didn't think was sorry, Ash. You, I went to this uh, delay. I went to this musical at movie theater, movie at the movie theater that was a musical, and I did not know. And you only found out like the last fifteen twenty minutes where they get uh, into this like choir scene, and I was high as a kite, and I was with my <laughs> best friend, and we we're like looking at each other, like, "Is this happening yeah. right now, bro? Like, are they singing?" They're singing right now. And you look around, the other kids there are like all so high. You just, just found out only 20 minutes left in the theater. And then and then all of a sudden I like squeak, like my sneaker squeaks on the floor. And it felt like everyone looked at me. Yeah, just good times at the theater. Those were the best times, like the awkward yes. times too, like when you'd uh, you know do some things. Like I'll never forget uh, me and my buddies getting a hold of some grass. And then we what, uh, what type? we went to this. So we all went to Catholic school for grade school and high school. You know, shout out Joliet Catholic Academy, of course, 15 times state champs. Uh, but uh, we would go to these. They were like these all-night retreats. They were weird, but they were kind of fun because it would be like the boys and the girls in grade school and in early in high school. And you'd like stay overnight and like play games. But... Yeah, sure we, that all went we got well. a hold, we got a hold of the good ever. stuff. We got a hold of play the good games. stuff. We snuck out. We come back in. And they're like, okay, games are over for an hour. It's story time. And Father Pete comes over with an acoustic guitar and starts singing and playing the guitar. <laughs> like, I had to, and they're like, nobody laugh, you know? Like, take this seriously. <laughs> and I had tears rolling down my cheek. They made me leave. I had to leave. I couldn't hold it in anymore. I started cracking up. Like Trista said, I was higher than the Alps. And this, and this priest all of a sudden is doing like John Lennon. There are places church, I remember. Church laughs. There's nothing like a good old church laugh because you know you're not yeah. supposed to. Yeah. You know, like and it just farts. gets built on oh. itself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Again, that's still funny as an adult. Let's oh, be yeah. honest here. Oh yeah. yeah, we're all we're all we're all yeah. children when it all comes down to it. Yeah, and in the end, it's just funny. Yeah. yeah, Scott Scott Lynn's over there laughing. You want to know who the biggest child is on this show? Yeah, I'll be honest with you. It's the it's the the father it's the of three over man. There. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The father of three. Poop. Who, who yes. also still likes poop jokes? Yeah, that's, you know that's stuff like that. Ask Taylor Swift. Never goes out of style. You know, we no. could do a segment with Nathan and just make 
just do the potty humor thing with him. I think it'd be a great segment. We might what have to. We might have to do that on uh, a couple Fridays from now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know what? <laughs> Unfortunately. Before we're, getting, uh, before we're getting football started, maybe we got to make sure we cover everything that we possibly can. So yeah. uh, ESPN's Bill Barnwell did a uh, this long write-up, essentially, of the 14 playoff, top 14 playoff contenders and what their biggest concern or the biggest flaw is. And... Look, we know every single team in the NFL has got something wrong with them. There's not a single team, even the yeah. even the Patriots, we thought they were going to go unbeaten that year. It didn't work out in the end. And if you start off with the Ravens, all right? So the Ravens are 18-1 to to win the Super Bowl, 10-1 to to win the AFC. We talked about it yesterday. I love this Ravens team. I think we all in here look at that and say there is certainly a chance that this team goes, wins the division, makes some noise in the playoffs. Their win total moved from 9.5 to 10.5 now. But the biggest weakness that was laid out for them. And you guys tell me whether you agree or disagree with these because, you know, some of these teams could have more than one. It's pass rush for Baltimore. Yannick Ngakwe, Justin Houston, both took deals, went somewhere else, just just recently even. So they got a lot of young names in there, right? David Ajobo, uh, Adafe Awe, who's really, like, hasn't played that much. You got 21 snaps from Ajobo last year after coming back yeah. from that torn Achilles. Like, there's there's high expectations for those, those guys, but they're young. Now, Marlon Humphrey's also out for a month with a foot injury. The secondary's all messed up to begin with. And now if you're going to be missing somebody in your secondary, your pass rush is weak. I, I really do – that is the one worry that I have about Baltimore, which is crazy to think the Baltimore Ravens in defense. But they are missing some key pieces that could be a real liability for them, at least early on. Yeah, it's just not the same Ravens defense that we're used to. Still a good defense, and they have a lot of young talent. The one thing I'll say about the pass rush, because I do think that on the defensive side of the ball, that has to be the main concern, although Humphrey starting the season uh, on the injury list is also pretty big for that secondary. But with the pass rush, the one good thing is I didn't agree with paying Roquan Smith all that money, even though I like Roquan Smith. I just don't value the inside linebacker position the way that I did like 10 years ago, like most GMs don't. But that's really good for Patrick Queen because Patrick Queen out of LSU just didn't end up being the linebacker we thought he was going to be. But he is good at getting after the passer. So I think he'll, you know, the pass rush is going to struggle a bit, but I think they'll be fine. My biggest concern is the same concern I have every year with the Ravens. Can Lamar play 80% of the games? Because if he does, they're going to win that division, I think. If he doesn't, then they're not going to. And it's as simple as that. Can Lamar stay on the field? Because if he does, I think he could win an MVP this year. Yeah, I agree with that. I think if there's one team that you say they lose a lot on defense and they have a bunch of young guys now in there and that would be and they're going to be okay, I would say that's the Ravens, right? Mm-hmm. Cuz that's that's just what they do. They continually develop guys defensively. Their schemes are good. Like that's just been their reputation where they kind of find a way no matter what's going on. So I would be very hard-pressed to think that the Ravens defensively in terms of sacks, in terms of pressure, blitz rate, all that, I don't think any of that's going to significantly diminish. Um, it, I don't think it's going to be the same that it was last year. But, again, you're right, Ryan. If I have one flaw with this team, it's how good is this offense going to be? Yeah. Is is Lamar going to be able – to get his receivers, and are these receivers going to perform the way that we expect them to? Is Zay Flowers as a rookie going to be everything that the hype anticipates? Is OBJ going to be fully healthy and back to himself that he was when he was playing in the Super Bowl when he looked like the MVP? Like, Is Mark Andrews back to being Mark Andrews that we remember him as? Or is he going to be who he was last year, which was largely ineffective? 
Like, how are they going to use J.K. Dobbins? Like, really, the offense in general, outside of Lamar's injury, obviously that, that, that's what it all hinges on. But everything surrounding Lamar, to me, is a big question mark, too. You know, it's definitely telling that you lose guys that can rush, rush the passer, right? There's not going to be a single player who racked up more than six sacks a year ago still on this roster for the Ravens, but you don't make any additions. That says you have confidence in those young names that are there. Even if you haven't seen it produce this, you good? You good? Hold on. No. Was that the Cubs? Oh, no, sucks. no, uh, sorry. I, Sheets just hit one that, like, landed past Lake Shore. That was a moonshot, as they say. <laughs> Jeez. That, was that landed, a P- a PP in, that missile, landed in Crest Hill, Illinois. That was Lord. a PP missile. So yeah, three, three nothing, nothing socks. White Sox. Uh, 419 feet. Uh, well, I, didn't, I didn't bet them, but they just suck. Yeah. Anyway. Go on, sorry. I, I, no, it, it, I just I saw that one and I was like, "Wow!" No, I saw you looking and I peeked. He's up gonna and need said, a rocket up his ass to catch oh that one. Oh my god, that thing went far. Yeah, that is a that's yeah. a monster home run. All right, the New York Jets would be the offensive line. Jets eighteen to one, just like the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Nine to one for the AFC. Uh, make the playoffs at minus one forty. Win total sitting at nine and a half. I mean, that's an easy one, right? I don't think there's anybody that's gonna disagree that the Jets' offensive line is by far their biggest problem. Aaron Rodgers is already seeing it, and it's to the point now where there's reports that they're considering trying to trade for David Bakhtiari. Yeah. Which you may, you may have to at this point. They didn't do enough to protect Aaron Rodgers. That, look, receivers are great. The problem is you can go get all the receivers you want, but if you don't have somebody protecting your investment, your quarterback, then those receivers are just decoys if you don't have that protection. Really quick on that, because I do think that that's interesting, the Bakhtiari thing, because I think you could go both ways if you're a Packers fan on that, because... Everybody keeps bringing up, like, ah, we want the Jets to suck. We want their draft pick. But here's another thing that people aren't recognizing, Packer fans. You also need Aaron Rodgers to play 65% of his snaps, I believe, right? So you need Aaron Rodgers to stay healthy. Meaning, this makeshift offensive line, which he had a quote today, uh, Zach Rosenblatt from The Athletic. It's August 16th. We got some time. It's coming up. I don't get concerned heavily about things. I don't have a huge role in yet. What he's saying is he's going to give it some time, but he's frustrated. He's pissed off. It's a makeshift offensive line. If he gets injured, you know, you're not going to get that draft capital. So I wonder, if you're Green Bay, if you're Brian Gutekinds, do you think that you're a 10-11 win team that could win in the NFC North this year? Because you should think that because you're the guy that spent eight picks on the defensive side of the ball. Most of those guys are first-round picks. Jair, Stokes, uh, Darnell Savage, uh, all those guys. Rashawn Gary, Kenny Clark. And Jordan Love, you got to remember, he's not this project. He's not this third-round, fourth-round talent that you lucked out on and got, you traded up in the first round and you drafted him over T. Higgins, who's a top 15 receiver in the league. So the goal should be win now, right? If it's not win now, you should trade David Bakhtiari and keep, you know, get get back a first round pick, a second round pick, whatever you could get from the Jets. Because that offensive line stinks. Rodgers is already under pressure and it's, uh, you know, preseason game number two only in practice. Yeah, I think that's right. We can talk about it more next segment, but yeah. boy, did it look ugly on Hard Knocks as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, it's, that is going to be the bane of Aaron Rodgers' existence very, very soon. It's Ben MGM Tonight.